Neil, what's up? How you doing? Pretty good. Uh, I was just calling to talk to you about the Dolphins. Who? The Because yeah. we're the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, what do you think about Offerdahl? He's probably not going to play. Says who? Says John and Don. Not looking good? Not looking good. Oh, boy. It was on the news last night, too, with uh, Channel 7. Well, he can rest up for the Raider game. Yeah, hopefully. Well, they need him a lot because I think his backup is uh, Rickenbacker. Rick and Suds. Rick and Suds, right. right. Or- both or- of them. Orville, right. They're going to stuff them both in one gigantic uniform. They're going to look like uh, the fridge. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, I also wanted to ask you, do uh, you still have your computer? My computer? Yeah. No. You know what? You got rid of it? I never used it. Well, you should have learned how to. For what? Play games. Oh, jeez. Come on, sir. You Time to grow up. Life is more than a game. Well, they got good pornos, too. Oh, okay. Well, you know. Well, wait a minute. What's burning in here? Something is on fire. Wow. Wait a minute. What's going on? Hold on. Oh, no, it's in the ashtray. I started a forest fire. Look at that. Woo! Look at this baby. Woo! Is it smoking in here or what? Man! Oh! Get it! I got it. You got it? That was exciting. That's the most excitement we've had around here in a long since Rick Sanchez came in. Great. I'm glad you're part of it. Woo! Burned a big hole in that sucker right in the wastebasket. Well, speaking of Rick Sanchez, whatever yeah. happened to his... Uh, Boy, that was great. His hidden stop or whatever. His hidden sock? His hidden stop. What are you talking about? When he hit that guy at the Dolphin game. Oh, I have no idea. He's got malaria now, so he's got an excuse. That'll be his excuse for anything that happens now as I was uh, hyperventilating. Oh, God. Man, does it stink in here now or what? Woo! Gar. Yeah, I just lit that fire. We had a fire in a wastebasket. There's like ashes in the in the air. It looks like we're getting fallout here. Well, you better watch out. The Coral Springs Fire Marshal will be over there. Okay, sir. Have a great life. Yeah, you too. We'll be talking to you again, but uh, not too soon. 10.54, we have two open lines in Broward. We're just uh, fumbling our way along here today. Not going to make any Sammy Smith comments. He played a great game against the Chiefs, and let's keep our fingers, legs, and toes crossed and pray for a repeat on Saturday. Pray. Hope. Plead, beg. 524-WIOD. Let's go to Kendall. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm so fired up, I'm reactivating <laughs> a record that, you know. Don't get too excited now, sir. It's only Thursday, okay? Try to uh, space yourself out a little bit. Although I think somebody beat you to it. Well, What is it? What are you excited about? Well, I'm excited about this, uh, this yeah. song, you know, that win the Super Bowl. That's the title of it. So CBS told me... What is it? It's called Win That Super Bowl. Yeah. And CBS told me they would play it providing we make it to the Super Bowl. Well, now what... Sir, let's back up a little bit. I know you're just bubbling over with enthusiasm, but what the hell is this song? What is it? It's the Dolphin song. I wrote it the time... Oh, you wrote it. Oh, here's Corey Jr. Great. Yeah, whatever you say. So you want to hear a little bit of it? No, I want you to send it to me. I don't want to hear it on the phone. We don't mm-hmm. do stuff like that. Well, I we mean, don't do it over you know, the phone. We, we could sing it in English. Yeah, send it to me in the mail, sir. It. Okay, and uh, go see Val on Knots Landing. She's got some good green pills for you. Ten fifty-six. Boy, that stuff smells really good. I could get into that. Man, I'm looking. I thought something electrical under the uh, uh, table here was like uh, smoking. 
And I look down, and there in the wastebasket, I see this that red glow, and it's spreading like a wildfire, like Smokey the Bear is going to come in and uh, hose us all in a second. Mobile in Miami. Hey, Neil. Yeah. Hey, how's you doing? Okay. Neil, I listened to CNN this morning, and they mentioned that uh, Super Bowl thing that you've been talking about. Yeah. And some official from the uh, NFL said that they'll play the game, and they've played games like that before in the past. Hey, listen, like I said, the NFL will be the last thing to cancel anything, okay? Believe me when I tell you that, because they believe that National Football League is more important than anything. I can't imagine why Channel 10 would do that, you know, say those things, get everyone all freaked out. What, what did they say? Exactly what did they say? I don't know. I didn't listen to Channel 10. I listened to CNN. You know, well, you get good, good thinking. I mean, Channel 10 just gives you a bunch of propaganda. If you want to know what's really going on, tune in CNN. Yeah, that's right. One other thing, I saw you at the remote. At what? At the call the remote. Yeah. And uh, I thought that maybe when you go to the Gulfstream one, you ought to tell them ahead of time to get you a monitor so you can see what the hell's going on. I, I already told them that. I mean, that was, you know, it was fun. It was funny. But, I mean, I, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm uh, looking under the uh, tent and I can't see anything. It was yeah. kind of like uh, yeah, frustrating. horse manure, so yeah. to speak. Okay, Neil, I'll see you. When is, the, when is that golf? Uh, February sometime. We'll let you know. We pushed it back a couple of weeks. We don't want to do them like back-to-back. -back. Yeah, it's nice over there. You're going to love it. I was there for... Uh, what, do you, the, what do you mean I'm going to love it? Like I've never been to Gulfstream? No, well... Which I mean, happens to open to on Monday, by the way? Really, well, uh, Gulfstream is, a, is like a big-time, uh, beautiful place with oh, the palm so trees. Nice. It's uh, fabulous. Let me tell you what I did Sunday morning. I went to their breakfast buffet. Yeah. And, uh, it's a morning workout. Mm -hmm. It was wonderful. Nine ninety-five. The beautiful horses. The world-class horses. The Can't beat it with a stick. It's going to be a great meeting. Yeah. Okay, Neil. Okay. Have a great uh, one. Bye-bye. Ten fifty-eight at WIDF. Calder's last day is uh, Sunday, and Gulfstream opens on Monday. Man, I can't wait for that. Have those great double headers on the weekend. You know, like Saturday, you go over to Gulfstream, plunge your brains out, and then get in the car and zip over to Pompano for another thirteen. Ten at Gulfstream and thirteen more. Twenty-three chances to plunge your guts. God. Don't forget our big pick. Oh, is this the heat guy on six? Hello. Yeah, how you doing, Neil? How okay. Are you here? Yeah. How's everything? Heat it up, Harry. Hey, I... I Wait a minute. I hold on a second. Hold on a second. What? What do you want him for? Wait a minute. What, what do you want from him? Rich. He's uh, calling there. Just get out of that paper. Get your nose out of the paper and get on a stick. What is it, sir? I see you're trying to become a heat fan by setting your trash can on fire. Right. It's hot. <laughs> How about that heat? Aren't they something? Oh, man. Look at that. There's Ronnie Cycli's knee. is right in the middle of my basket. Look at that. Isn't he something? He's, he's the something. best. Yeah, he can go down he's with the best. He's going to come thing. back. He's off for five games, but when he comes back, he's going to be back strong. He's going to be ever. doing it, yeah. And what do you think? We're going to get Dolph Shays on that team, too, and Johnny Kerr, yeah. and Arnie Risen. You got it, buddy. And Al Bianchi. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. Okay, sir. You take care. You know what they say downtown, don't you? Go heat. Heat it up. Anyway, we have an open line in Broward. That man is just... Uh, but he's coming around a little bit. He's like the Giants fan, you know? He's starting to come around a little bit, which is what I'm afraid of. Corey hasn't called yet, has he? Thank God. Anybody want to hear that song? <laughs> oh, man. See, Corey, if you weren't such a pain in the ass, we'd play it on this show if you gave us a copy that we could hear. 524-WYD, we have an open line in Broward. Palm Beach is just sitting there uh, soaking it in, as they usually do. 655 now, let's see. Who's going to be doing the news at 11 o'clock? Anybody we know? No, I can't. I really can't. Well, we'll just take potluck. Uh, we'll come back at 11.05. Idiot on the corner. That must mean Marvin. Rick and Suds at 2. Uh, U.M. basketball coach. Leonard. To get in touch and talk with Neil, dial 751-WIOD from day. In Broward, it's 524-WIOD. Palm Beach, 655-WIOD. And Bell South Mobility customers make it a free call by dialing star IOD. The opinions expressed by the... Of all the uh, Hussein things we got, 
I love it. You know why I love it? Because I love that Coke spot. You don't? But where's that tape we got that Rogers got? If we can steal it from Ranieri, who's on permanent vacation. Man, he's unbelievable, isn't he? What a contract he must have. I like to... See, what he does is he goes like on two weeks and then he does the two weeks again. Because that's the way he does everything. Where's that tape with the Coke spots? I love that. My favorite one is the one with the fortunes that we used to argue about all the time about who sang it. God, is that... A... Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay, we'll get to that when we have a momentary lull. But in the meantime, here's Kendall. Neil, how are you today? Okay, sir, how you be? Listen, I don't want to get too personal, but I hope you do a better job on staying on your diet this time. You're right. No, hey, listen, I'm the first one to admit, but you know something? Most of us who fight this all our lives, uh, we're, you know, pretty weak. Because you have a hard time keeping your word on the fact that you said over the radio that there'd be no more eating on your program, and Nutrisystem right. was it forever. That's right. And... We really would uh, like to have you around for a long time. And well, at least enjoy. another couple of weeks, anyway. Well, anyway, Kelly said in the paper, Kelly, Mr. Mr. Jim Kelly. Oh, Jim Kelly, Mr. Loud. How's that the razor blade doing, by the way, Jim? Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. He said that it's up to him to make the decision whether he plays or oh, not. Oh, I pray he plays. Boy, let's send him letters. Say, all of us down here remember those great years at UM. We love him. We want him to play. We want him to be a star. Well, this is like it kind of equal because Kelly will have a brace on his knee yeah. and Marino will have a brace on his knee. Right? Well, Marino's always got a brace on his knee. Well, it kind of makes, it'll make it, e you know, like an yeah. even... tire has got like a sore uh, mouth now, too, I understand. He's got a little problem. Well, stick to your diet, and we hope you lose a lot of weight. I'm going to stick it, pal. Okay. See ya. <sighs> yeah, he's right. No, and as a matter of fact, I got a call yesterday on the show that inspired me to do my um, thing about light bulb radio. And the guy was right. I mean, when I'm wrong, I'm wrong, which is most of the time. And uh, he was right. And that's what kind of awakened me to the fact that it's just a bunch of crap. And this guy is right. Look at Oprah, though. See, at least I didn't do that. I mean, Oprah lost all that weight on drinking that uh, puke. And then she, uh, you know, came on. I'll never forget. They kept showing that on the news. And she's spinning around and ripping off her uh, little jacket. And she looks like uh, Twiggy in heat. And look how skinny I am. And, you know, here she's on national TV. You know, like setting this great example. And she's talking up how she did this great job. And now she looks like a balloon in heat. She looks like a cross between Dave Game, Debbie Ellis, and the Moon Man. I mean, she is brutal. She's a cow. And now she's saying, oh, don't talk to me about it anymore. I just, uh, I don't want to hear about it anymore. Yeah, nice job, honey. And she's got billions of dollars. Not millions, billions with a B, which is really frightening when you stop and think about it to begin with. Now, wouldn't you think with her money, I mean, what does she need? What does she want? What the hell do you want, Oprah? Anyway, we have an open line. I'm getting emotional. 751-WIOD and Dade. We do have one sitting there. We get very emotional when we have an open line. You know how we are? Juvenile, prepubescent, and that's the way you love it, right? Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. Things go better with Coca-Cola. I don't like that one, do you? It's all right. It's not good. Things go better with coca Okay, let's take a uh, Miami call. Hello. Hey, dear, how you doing? Okay, pal, how's your day going so oh, far? Oh, great. That's good. We're uh, glad to hear it. Uh, We're ecstatic. Um, Thurman Tom on uh, Thomas. Kick him in the ass, sir. Nail that Thurman mother Thomas down. Thurman Thomas. I, I, I can't say his last Thurman name Thomas. all the time. With a B. He sleeps with like the bastard. fishes. He's going to, like Luca Brasi, yeah. he sleeps with the fishes. Okay. And I'd like you to play that song all day. Sounds like you swim with the fishes, to be honest with you. Play what song? The Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, number one. 
Okay, we will. Come on, man. We're going to go nuts, right? Get everybody in the mood. JR Saloon on Saturday. Rick and Spud are going to be up there. That's the only way we can make Spuds watch the game is have them up in the saloon. Give them a couple of belts. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463, 751-WYOD. The real key to Jason on Knott's Landing, what a twerp this kid is, is he wears suspenders, which means someday he'll probably get in the radio be a program director. He's a jackass. What can I tell you? Boy, he'll be perfect. Anyway, now we have two open lines in Dade. Wow! Where are these ladies? We heard the Knott's Landing lady. Did we have one other lady today? You see, let me tell you a little clue. Christmas is over. The holiday shopping, Hanukkah, New Year's, all the parties, it's over. So all the excuses, we know you're out there. In fact, we did well in women in this time on this show. We went up a little bit, actually. So we know you're out there. And when we go to those remotes, are you amazed by all the women who show up? Including many... I want to just make another little plug for uh, Miriam, by the way, cuts my hair. She is a knockout. Wouldn't you agree with that? She's beautiful. So if you horny guys out there want to get your uh, hair trim and um, uh, have get a little close to Miriam and kind of like cuddle up and give a little elbow while she's trimming your thing, uh, right across the street at the hair boutique, she is just gorgeous. She really is. And evidently, uh, nobody got her the message because she keeps like uh, like fondling me and stuff like that while she's cutting the hair and... Anyway, the market's up about eight and a half points. It's uh, 12 minutes after 11. She does. She's like uh, ready, too, I think. And we'll be right back. can't believe I forgot to mention that uh, Friday night, tomorrow night, Pompano Park, 10th race, Christmas list. Our stable horse is going to be going out of the seven hole in the 10th race. Joe Pavia is still driving. And uh, and this time, uh, Kevin Wallace is back because he had a three-day uh, suspension. He got set down for going too fast, I think. And so he's coming back. So he'll be in there with some horse that'll leave out of there in about 26 seconds and open up a nice hole, and Joe will drop in the two-hole, get a perfect trip, and come out in the stretch and win tomorrow night. We're due for a win. You hear that, Alan? Or else we're going to talk about... What was the name of that horse again? Have you got the program? Because I got mine here somewhere, too. That Jeff Gregory piece. Jeff's awesome. Wait a minute. Here he comes. Hit him again, Jeff. That's it. Here he comes. He's on his hands and knees. He is crawling to the line. And this is like a day and a half later. Next time they put a horse out there in a track, years ago there was a horse, Dick McCumber. I'm sorry, Dick, you're a great guy. I love you. Uh, he had a horse called Chicken Picker. Seriously, Chicken Picker. He's like a cheap claimer. He came out on a track. The horse looked like he wanted to lay down. They bet him down, based on the program, to like three to five. And he ran just like Jeff's, exactly the same way, only worse. Jeff's awesome in the 10th race. There he is. Rene Nadon. Rene, it's a big holiday in Quebec. You better go back and don't miss out, pal. We got your bus ticket right here. Miami. Yeah, Neil. And Luke Loyer can get on the same bus. How you doing? Fine, yourself? Great. Hey, I wanted to tell you something about Calder. Yeah? I went out there with a friend of mine. He was uh, he lived there at the track, so he was a pretty good handicapper. Yeah. And this one horse goes off 20 to 1. So we've been losing all day. We bet $200 on the horse. Yeah. He said they can't lose. Yeah. It takes off. Yeah. Wire to wire. Yeah. 18 lengths ahead of the field. Disqualified. No. Oh. Going into the stretch, horse falls, jockey falls, everybody falls. Horse loses. What do you think about that? What do you mean, what do you mean the horse, your horse was way ahead of the field and he fell? He tripped. He in tripped? His last turn, going into the stretch. $4,000 you would have won up there. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get you depressed, but you know what I would do if I had that situation? What's that? <laughs> Shoot the horse. No. <laughs> Myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, just like it's an omen. Somebody's trying to tell track. you something. To who? 
to my brother Craig who's out there listening. Right? Serious douchebag. <laughs> Have a great day, pal. All right, man. Okay, don't do it again. A fool and his money are soon far parted. We have an open line in Dade, 751. Well, we got a lot of, we're getting uh, heavy duty. Tomorrow we're going to go nuts with the Dolphin song. We might even play Corey's song tomorrow. Do you think so? Should we take a vote on that? All right, I, let's uh, do a poll. Should we have uh, Gilbert on the show or should we have Corey's song on? That should be a tough one. Life is much more fun when you're refreshed. And Coke refreshes you with us? It's the refreshing it. Let's off and rub with the swinging Supreme. Well, we'll get to the one that I like in a second. This is like a montage of all the different uh, big Coke spots that Roger has on there for some reason. Let's go to a mobile in Miami. Buenos dias. Hi, how are you? Como esta? Great. Uh, the reason I called is I went to school with Jim Kelly. Actually, I was a freshman when he was a senior, but we lived in the same building. Are you, sir? You mean U.M.? Yeah. The U of M? Yeah, class of 86, that's me. Class is the word, sir, for U.M. football, believe right. me. All well, class. Listen, when I went to school there, Let's argue uh, about a that friend again. of mine from high school was the backup quarterback there. His first name was Mark. And when I tell you that there was nobody in the stands. Yeah, you're right. Not even students. And that's this was right. 1982, and now it's such a... I mean, when you, I can't, even get, when you can't even attract the student body, if I can yeah. use that expression, man, you've got problems. Well, you know, if you ask if you ask the uh, university why that is, it's because it's an off-campus facility. Can I ask you a problem. question? Can I ask you a serious question before you get back to your point? I don't want to divert your attention. Okay. How come how come so many of the students at UM are so ugly? Is there a special reason for that? Yeah, because a lot of them come down from Connecticut. Oh yeah, okay. Bridgeport, like everyone oh. from the city of Bridgeport. They must know that kid Joey that calls Rick and Suds from Connecticut all the time. They must be related to him because he's yeah. got like he doesn't have zits. He's just got one like on his neck, just one big one. <laughs> yeah, right. He is a zit. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway... As they, say, as they right. say in Rhode Island, he's got zit for brains. Now, what is it, sir? Well, when he... You know, remember, you probably do when he had a shoulder separation or he broke his arm or something. Yeah, and then he also had that little problem with his uh, foot. Yeah, but he, he had his arm in a sling for a while. And yeah, that's right. And he was pretty cool. He was hanging out and he was drinking a few beers yeah. with everybody. And then, like, he went into the pros and he became this major asshole. Right. Not to mention, he, he's ugly. Oh, and, Kelly, uh, you bet. Yeah, but... Well, let me ask you this question. Of the, I don't want to get into a whole thing here, but UM quarterbacks, for example, Testaverde's got a nose the size of Roseanne Barr's ass. Uh, Kosar's got a nose the size of the Pope's ring. Co uh, I mean, really, you're talking really ugly people. Steve Walsh is grotesque looking and uh, can't really play that well either. And uh, the only hope we got is Erickson, if we can patch up those holes in his face. He, no, seriously, if he had, like, no holes in his face, he'd look great. And he's actually playing great. I can't believe it. Yeah, but he's got, like, no upper lip. You ever notice that? No, well, no, Sofia Coppola stole it. Oh, yeah, that's right. She's got that triple lip. She's, yeah. she's got somebody else's lip. And the Craig got a little bit out of shape because before, after the game and all that controversy, a coach told him to keep a stiff upper lip, and he got upset about that. But I don't know what happened to Jimmy. It was pretty cool. But another thing I wanted to touch so on. So in other words, he's an asshole. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, yeah. Well, but good. Then I hope he starts on Saturday, and I hope we just uh, drive him into the ground, into the frozen turf at Rich Stadium. At Fat Rich Stadium. Uh, uh, but I think, did you... You went to the game, right? I have a track named after me in Ohio. It's called Neil, da Neil Downs. I'm losing it. You still there? I say I have a track named after me in Ohio. It's called Neil Downs. It was a little joke, sir. Now, what is it? No, I, I was fading out on my phone there. Um, you went to the game, right? Yes, that, sir. That was awesome. We didn't leave the stadium until about... Awesome was not the word for it. It was just one of the events of my lifetime. I'll tell you that. I loved really it. super. Well, I taped the game and I watched it when I got home because I was seriously dolphin intensive. Right. And did you 
to see the. Did you watch the game on TV at all? Did I watched. Well, I, I I was saying before. I somebody loaned me a tape, and I watched parts of it last night. I watched the whole thing. I watched the highlights. Okay. Well, the, one of the highlights was like Marino when he was coming onto the field when the score was sixteen to ten. Yeah. The look in his face. Oh yeah. Intensity. Yeah. And to be honest. You with know that, something? I got I got to tell you this, and I really mean it. I'm not trying to be a shill for the Dolphins. Dan Marino, as great as he is, has never gotten the credit that he deserves in this town. He has done so much. And I know he pissed a lot of us off a few years ago when he held out and we lost the Houston game. And he, you know, But the bottom line is he is so good and so cool and so confident, and uh, it's just incredible. What he did Saturday. The last ten in a row and eight for eight in the fourth quarter in the clutch. You took the words right out of my mouth. And, and it goes back to the game we had to have a month ago against Philadelphia. He right. did the same thing. When the chips are down... He gets the job done. You know, he didn't have a supporting cast for a while. And let me tell you, I'm not a dolphin maniac like certain people, but you've got to give Marino his due. And I really think that if the chips are down this Saturday and we can hang in there, Marino's going to get the job done. And if there was anyone, I'd, I would rather have Marino now than Montana taking care of this because Montana's got, like, superstars all around him. You know, and quite frankly, the rest of the Dolphins, or, you know, 75% of the rest of the team is mediocre. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say 75%, but he certainly didn't have, you know, a lot of young players. He is incredible. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, he's, it's just, I'm looking forward to it. Plus, I have a feeling Washington is going to kick the crap out of the 49ers. And that wouldn't would that absolutely be great? No, I hope day. the 49ers win. I hope we play the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Let's not get and carried I hope, away. And I hope Steve Young starts. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. We don't want to see the 49ers anywhere for about five more years. Okay, I'll buy that. Unless Steve Walsh comes back and starts at center. Right. Have a great day, sir. Thanks. We're going to kick some ass, we hope. We hope. See ya. Now, you're not going to go away, are you, Alan J. Finkelson? I'm still here waiting for you. Okay. Well, you'll always wait for me. Hold on a second. We're going to do a little commercial break. You can understand that, I'm sure. Alan J. Finkelson is on the line. 23 after 11. We have an open line in Dade, 751-9463. Kenny Tobin is in the studio, which means if there are any important papers, cover them up, and we'll be right back. Okay, 1126. This better be good, Alan, because I had a full board of calls, and half of them dropped off as soon as I said you were on the line. What is it? Neil, this is good. You asked for something the other night. I went, went upstairs and spoke to the judges. Yeah. They're doing something about it. Uh, they would like if you would come with me when you come Friday night for Christmas list race. You bet. If you'll come upstairs with me yep. to their booth. Yep. And we'll sit down with them and they'll show it to you. And then I believe by Monday when you go back on, you can release it to the public. Great. How's that? Excellent. You do everything. I, you're a fan. The public's supposed to be supported. That's what we want. We appreciate. We know you only want the right thing, and so do we. Amen. How's that? That's great. Thank you, baby. And here he comes. Now, wait a minute. Before you go, just uh, Kenny Tobin just handed me the uh, program sheet for the 10th race tomorrow. What is that? What was that? What the hell was that? That was what? Oh, that must be Mickey McNichol is hiding in Alan's office this morning. Is that it? This is when you Up behave. yours, Mickey. <laughs> You're bad. What Hit him again, Tobin Mickey. Got? Hit him again. Oh, there he's in the air. Look out. He's another break. Come on, Mickey. Straighten him out. Now, listen, we got uh, Kiyosaki on the rail who will go out in about 26 in a piece with crazy Kevin Wallace, who is your best driver, by the way. And uh, the horse that I'm worried about in that Only Christmas. he's from Michigan. You want me to tell you? And here's another Michigan horse that I'm very worried about that's going to be the horse to beat for Christmas list. Ogden Lobel out of the two-hole with Peter Wren. Another Michigan guy. Right, Michael Gorshi, that's a Norris horse. Look out, the horse has, a, horse has a record of 55 last year at Pompano Park, a lifetime record of 52-1. and one. 
He was off for a while. He needed the last start, and he could be tough here. So I would say a 2772 perfected box would be it for our fans tomorrow night. Okay. Now, what else have we got tomorrow night, along with the, we got the big trot with free token? There are some other big races tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. The race secretary said it'll be the best card since the Breeders' Crown, so I'm looking forward to having you and everybody else out. Excellent. And everybody, who got, will be on. everybody who got shut out Monday when the lights went out, we had to cancel the racing. Bring back double the money tomorrow. We'll have a big night tomorrow night. Right. Thanks. Okay, Alan. Thank you. Thanks. Alan J. Finkelson from Pompano Park, where tomorrow night we got the big... Uh, 610 WIOD, uh, whatever it is, with Christmas list in the 10th race. Okay, so bring your uh, thing out and your uh, pass, too. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. Now, how do you like that? Did I get some action on this? I went right to him. And you know me. I mean, I lose all the time up there. I, I just uh, take it in stride. I don't get upset. But when I see a horse that's 400 lengths behind the field and uh, gasping for oxygen, then that's at the start. That's at the start. Okay, let's go to Coral Springs. Hey, Uncle Neil. How you doing, I'm sir? Welcome to the real world, okay? Hey, Welcome right. to a real nut house. Ha. Hey, listen, I have a senior citizen report here. Uh-huh. I was at McDougal's. Uh-huh. Out in Pembroke Pines, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they have, the, they have their dentures sunk into this, uh, this place pretty hard. They, they were Do taking they? napkins. Now, is that, is that in the glass? Oh, Jesus. I bad. saw an old bag the other night. She was eating a piece of minced meat pie in the glass. The teeth were in the glass. Yeah, it was turning And I said, mince this, honey. They were asking for three samples. I yeah. saw a guy take a whole tray. Takes a plastic tray into his car. What's that? Oh, he's eating that a little later on. That's for uh What is dessert. that? He probably has a whole closet full. That's for He's got a closet full of something, I bet. We ought to send these bags up to Buffalo yeah. and have them pick that city's bones clean. What do you think? No, actually, what we're going to do, Channel 4, I understand, is doing another thing with these colorectal tests where you send the samples in. Yeah. And I think we ought to send them all up to Rich Stadium, and uh, our slogan for the game can be, it's in the bag. Right on. Open them up uh, right next to Jim Kelly just before the game. There you go. Give him a little ether. All have right, a great Neil. day, sir. Let's hope we kick some ass, okay? Take and let's care. hope it's not our own. 11.30 at WIOD. I mean, re like I said, regardless uh, Saturday what happens, it's been an incredible, uh, uplifting year. And in this town, of course, anything could be an improvement. We have an open line in Broward, 524, and Palm Beach. Have we had a call on Palm Beach today? I mean, we're not complaining because we're doing great every place else. Oh, Fowler's back from vacation. They're waiting for... 11.30 at WIOD. We have an open line in Broward, 524-9463. 524-WI... Oh, we don't... WI... D. Well, I don't have the right cart in the machine. I'm sorry. Miami. Hey, Neil. Yes. How you doing? I have a few things. You have Number a few one. things? Well, was that school teacher One would be a good start. Game? Who is it? Was that school teacher at the game? Yeah, she sure was. And you know something? She's uh, calmed down a lot. I think the word is getting back to her. She's making a jackass out of herself. She really got the word. She only went, woo-woo-woo, about three <laughs> times. <laughs> what yeah. happened woo -woo. when, um... Marino threw that touch. I said, put your plate. hands right out flat on top of the chair and just cut the crap. What is it? Um, and then the other thing, there's a couple other things. Number one, I think we should take Dauphin Denny's uniform and put yeah. it on Gilbert. Who is this Mitchell by any chance? No. Okay. No. You don't know Mitchell, do you? No, I don't. By the way, we have a, uh, Alan was just on the line. I wonder if they're listening over there at Pompano because uh, Gary Seibel is a great guy, does a great job announcing the races. And has also lost a couple of pounds. He was getting start, starting to look like Dave Game on a bad day. But Mitchell, ha uh, I mean, uh, Gary's got some interesting friends. He's got Mitchell from the Bazaar, and Bazaar, I think, speaks right. for uh, itself. And Super Dave was uh, hanging around with him up there the other night. So, Gary, I want to tell you something. It explains a lot. 
When you work for Alan Finkelson, I guess it starts, exp uh, you know, spreading to your friends. Well, it affects like your to, brain. I'd like to say to you, you do every year such a wonderful job for Camilla's house. My friend, who's big, big man, he goes. Your friend's down a big man, huh? How big? Cross, yeah. And uh, you do a great job. Couple other things. Mm -hmm. Number one. Yeah. Um, I think that. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just calm down. No, don't get excited. Let us do the humor here, sir. You just keep uh, pressing on. I'm, I'm just so excited. Okay. Um, Henry Barris said he was uh, uh, thinking about bringing what? you a drink today there, after lunch. I had lunch. a radio no, accident really yesterday. Can. Yeah. Um, guess who is on today's show? One of your favorite guests. Yeah, I know, but we don't talk about them, sir, so we don't really care. Piss on that. 1132 at WIOD. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-9463. And one in Palm Beach. Palm Beach ought to do something pretty soon. What are you in here sucking around for? Is there some special reason? What are you uh, looking for information in here? Palm Beach, 655-9463. This is the uh, walking leak, as a matter of fact, over here. So maybe he'd fit in on that uh, thing. Key Biscayne. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Good. Um, I've been procrastinating long enough for this uh, contribution to... Uh... Well, I was just going to say, it's funny you should, you took it right out of my mouth. We have $108,601. We had a couple of checks dribble in here today. So we need another uh, 1400 to get to 110 which I think would be just a real nice uh, rounding up total. Listen, can I get a T-shirt, too, if I send in the, uh, um, uh, the contribution and enough to cover postage? Yes. What would that come to? 100 bucks. 100 and the tape and the T-shirt. Right. Did you follow any of uh, what was happening? Why did I say that long? In other words, don't hold my breath. Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, I was just writing it down. Sound Sounds like you're so breathless at that point. Come out to Pompano tomorrow, sir. We'll give you a couple of stiffs. You can make some money. Are you going to have the T-shirts there? What? It's just a That's joke. It's just a little joke. No. you got to send in through the mail. All right. I'll get it in. Or if you come by the... Where do you live? I'll keep it safe. Well, if you come by the station, like when we're open during business hours... For 40 bucks, they'll sell you a T-shirt and a tape out front. You have the T-shirts there and the tape? Yeah, isn't that exciting? That's great. Yeah. That's, uh, that's better than 100 but I'll... Well, hey, listen, anyway. when you, well, the response I got, obviously, I don't want to squeeze you too hard, okay? If you pardon that expression, I mean, it sounds like 100 would be asking too much. And we only expect people to, uh, you know, give what they can afford. I understand. Listen, uh, who's the uh, Tiger broadcaster? Ernie Harwell. Ernie Harwell? Ernie Harwell. I heard, this year, uh, the people at WJ. By the way, Mandis, yep. you made a very good point. Mandis was right on top of the story. He did have the wrong call letters, though. Jim, WGR is in Buffalo. Okay, yeah. WJR is in Detroit. And you'd think that a guy who went to the University of Michigan in Ann Arbor <laughs> would know the difference between WJR, the great voice of the Great Lakes, and WGR in a godforsaken toilet called Buffalo on the shores of Lake Erie. Yeah, I heard at first it was Shembuck. In Fat Ridge that got Stadium. Rid of him, and it wasn't. It what was, is it? Uh, radio management that got rid of it. Right. Well, no, he's he's going to be there this year. This is going to be his yeah, last year, unless the fans year. protest and all of that stuff. I know they got to be going crazy. I hope the people at WJR get a hernia. Okay. I want to wish them all. I want to wish all those douchebags up there at WJR a happy New Year. Yeah. I hope does. their thing freezes to the uh, tower in the middle of uh, February. Well, it's Ernie probably, Harwell is great. As a matter of fact, Ernie Harwell, you know that thing I have play-by-play -play on a radio that we play sometimes? Absolutely. Ernie Harwell is on that, so I'm going to uh, dig it out. And I'd the CD, to too. It. Okay. To have a great day, sir. 
Ernie Harwell, Hall of Fame broadcaster, one of the all-time greats. Even though he's getting up there in years, he still does a great job. That would be like WGN in Chicago. Uh, this would be an exact parallel. It would be like WGN in Chicago saying, well, you're getting a little bit too old, Harry. We're going to retire you after this season. That really frosts my ass a little bit. Right. It's 11.36. We have an open line. Boy, do you realize how many weeks now to spring training? About five or six? Something like that? Or are we going to cancel the season because they're going to war? See, I don't understand that. I mean, there's nothing funny about war, and obviously it's a horrendous thing, and a lot of people disappointed that yesterday's meeting brought about nothing, although that wasn't too much of a surprise when you know who you're dealing with over there. But, I mean, uh, just like this show, I'm not going to stop here and sit and sob every day because, uh, you know, I mean, that's just the insanity of life. That's the world we're living in, okay? So life has to go on. We have an open line in Dade, 751-PHILOSOPHY, 751-WIOD. Hit him again, Jeff. Come on, one more time. Here he goes. Now he's smoking in the stretch. We'll be right back. Must be loaded. Oh, excuse me, 20 till noon at WIOD. Here's a mobile in beautiful Fort Lauderdale. That's Palm Beach now, Neil. Well, good luck to you, sir. How about we put you back on hold? We can talk no, to you about okay. Daytona. Daytona ought to be pretty exciting. <laughs> No, I just want to tell you, the cops are out there everywhere. A pig report? Yeah, they're every, they figure everywhere. Yeah. All up and down 95. What are they doing? Uh, <coughs> Probably each other. Right. What is it? Pulling people over uh, left and right. Great. Uh, Isn't it nice to know that you're safe, sir? Yeah. One I thing do. about this, Tom Boyd, there are never any crime, never any murders, no drug problem, because our f friends in blue and black are out there doing it. These are uh, black and yellow out here. Anyway. Oh, FHP pigs? Yeah. Okay. I, uh... Got your tape. Yeah. Uh, that's a good tape. It is good. I even loaned it to my uh, douchebag friend from New York. Do you know that some of the troops are listening to that tape over in Saudi Arabia? Like, huh? Yeah, they'll do it for good. No, seriously, that's true. You know, I sent a complimentary one to uh, Saddam Insane over there. Yeah, that should do it. He'd probably enjoy Now, we're going to send him Gilbert. I think that may make that for would, a last-minute last minute agreement. Instead of Jim Baker yesterday, they should have Gilbert over there with Aziz. Just uh, chain him to the capital of Kuwait. And, mm -hmm. uh think they'd get the hell out real quick. Or, if not, that still sounds like a good idea. But anyway, I loaned it to my uh, douchebag friend from New York, and uh, he, every time I mention, you know, I listen to Neil Rogers, so he, oh, I don't listen to anything. I, I, I have to listen to Howard Stern for years, you know, nothing's good. But uh, he really enjoyed it. Well, even Howard likes this show, so tell him that that may butch him up a little bit, okay? That's true. Anyway, uh, just want to say enjoy the tape. Okay. And, and look out for those pigs. Have a great life. You too. Thank you. Great American with a pig report. It's 1141. There's an open line on the Star Line. Star ROD. I'm not giving Palm Beach anymore because nobody calls on it. North Miami. Hello? A lady? Yes. I... This is Sophie. Oh, Sophie. How you doing, Sophie? Well, not Well, that's so... close enough to a lady for us. Yeah, not so good since I saw you at the card shop and in many places. Why is that? Well, I have diabetes, too, but I asked a woman once at Aventure about that system that you're going on, and she says it's not for diabetics. Wrong, it's not Sophie. not anything to happen to you. Wrong, Sophie. My doctor's already given me the slip. There's no, it has nothing to do with diabetes. Well, okay, Sophie? all right. Uh, I so instead of just asking some woman in the bazaar, I think I'd talk to a doctor first, Sophie. No, no. So I, I go to the doctors once a month. Yeah. And I'm on 1,000 calories a day. Good and my you, blood, Sophie. my husband takes my blood every morning for my finger. What was it this morning? 79. Oh, great. But That's terrific. But listen, yeah. you can eat a lot. You can eat a lot, a thousand calories a day. You yeah. can eat a Sophie, problem. I'm already doing great, okay, honey? I appreciate your concern, but I'm doing wonderful. I feel today like a teenager. I feel like Alex better. It was great over at Aventura that day that Alex was supposed to be there and he got lost. Yeah. 
And uh, I asked four or five nice beautiful young ladies and they says if you're a diabetic stay away well, let me let me say it again sophie there is no problem okay my doctor is one of the top diabetes doctors in the world and he already said there is no problem i have his blessing okay well I hope so if I, between you and dr schuyler sophie i'll listen to dr schuyler with all due respect sophie have a great day okay bye Oy sophie and gilbert and mitchell oh man where's that caravan for baghdad put it in put them in the bag dad Let's take a cool from uh, not North Miami's. Laughing matter. It's called frequent burping syndrome. It's terrible. I'll I'll be on a date or a business meeting, and and <laughs> excuse me. See see what happens. Frequent burping syndrome. It can ruin your life, but it doesn't have to. Now there's a clinic that can help. Trained specialists sensitive to the needs of compulsive belchers a special place known as burp enders gosh burp enders saved my life uh, joanne and i were in love I, I really wanted to ask her to marry me but i just knew that when the moment of truth came i'd let out with a big ripper you know burp enders no shame no guilt no more tummy rumbling smelly belches no more stopping in mid-sentence to uncork a big, cheesy blaster. Just caring professionals and the help you need. Don't wait. Here's the number to call. 555-2877. Five, 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 seven, seven. That's 555. Five, five. Burp Enders. Call today and stop being so gross. right that's the fortunes you got your troubles and i got mine great boy unbelievable i'd like to be like in this gigantic auditorium with all these uh, surround sound like millions of big booming polk speakers vibrating all through the auditorium and just hearing that in like quadraphonic sound whatever happened to quadraphonic sound big bomb huh now what is it cheryl what is that my mail well thank you so much and doesn't cheryl look uh, manly today lovely well, you said, oh, you got that on. I thought you were wearing that schmata you brought in before that your son would refuse to wear because it was so grotesque. Well, thank you. That's nice. We got. We should be like close to 109,000. We're going to go over 110,000 for Camilla's house, folks, if you get off your ass and get on the stick. Thank you. And you look lovely in my T-shirt. Sparkling, colorful. And say a goodbye. Okay, anyway, it's nine minutes past noon. We got some more stuff to open up here in a second. We do have two open lines in Broward. We are especially soliciting women in Broward, which I understand is illegal. Uh, 524 9463. 524. Not for any particular reason. It's just that uh, during the holidays, women just uh, got busy. And Mary Mary's on the phone, though, from Bucksnort, Pennsylvania. Hi, Neil. Mary's never too busy for us. Oh, you got that right. I got my tape in the mail. It's great. 45 minutes ago, I was in Palm Beach, but uh, I had to hurry on down. So I have to call you from here. I'd get out of there quick if I, if I woke up and found myself in Palm Beach County. I would think I died and went to purgatory. I'm on my way, even as we speak, to go and see Godfather 3. Great! 
And, you uh, haven't seen it? Not yet. Unbelievable. I'm on my way, and I'm taking your word for it. If you say it's good, baby, it's good. It is good. I mean, you know, I mean, don't try to compare it to anything else. Just, as they say, sit back and enjoy it. Well, if I can understand what they're saying in the theater where I'm going to see it, I will. You will. And um, uh, <laughs> uh, we have a lovely brand-new puppy in the family. I'm going through what you went through a while back. Oh, great. We have a great Dane. Wow. And uh, she's a Merlequin. Have you ever heard of those? A what? Mannequin? A Dane. Does she know Andrew McCarthy? Uh, no. She's Blue Merlin Harlequin. She's Let's talk sporty. a little about Andrew McCarthy and Rob Lowe later in the show. Well, listen, I hope you... What's her name? Her name is uh, Dixie. Dixie. Isn't con- that great? Does she wear like a little rebel flag? Because over she's her... Confederate gray. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cute? Mm-hmm. Well, listen, Mary Mary, let me know how you like the movie. I'll do it, Neil. Bye-bye. 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 Ten past noon at WIOD, we got a smattering of openings on the phone there. We're getting pretty disgusted about it, too. We got... Don't like... Oh, look at that. The way she's hanging that stogie from her, that uh, thing from her lip in there. That is so disgusting and so butch, Elaine. That is so... What are you trying to be, like Humphrey Bogart without the steel balls? We have an open line in Broward, 524-WIOD, and the star line for our Bell South Mobility friends who are very short of money is also open. It's a free call. We pay for it, and we're used to it here on your Isle of Dreams, 610-WIOD. In fact, I have a feeling lots of people in North Bay Village are used to paying for it. Star IOD. If you're on Bell South Mobility, give us a jingle, okay? Let's uh, do a little break, okay? Let's do a little short one. Okay, how about cutting the crap? 1214 at WIOD. Look at Palm Beach. Don't you feel lonely up there? Don't you feel like some kind of like rejects from the human race? I would. If I lived in Palm Beach. We have a lady in Pembroke Pines. Uh, hi, Neil. <clears throat> Excuse me. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Okay. Oh, I just wanted to tell you that I saw The Godfather, too, Part 3. And, um, my husband and I enjoyed it quite a bit. And Great. Thank being God. Sicilian, you know, it's like deep in my blood. Are you Sicilian? <laughs> Definitely. On <laughs> All the way, real. thoroughbred. And, um, I, you know, I thought it was very good and very well done. Mm-hmm. And um, you're right, Sophia was oh, a pit. And when uh, somebody comes on CBS and says Sophia is just a lovely, typical Italian young lady. Oh, no. Don't you think the Italian Italian defamation... See, I remember Sophia Loren and Gina Lola Brigida and those Italian young ladies. I I don't think they look like her. I know. Believe me, I don't have lips like her, thank God. (laughs) But anyway, um, also I wanted to say go Dolphins them all the way. Money, <laughs> yes, I, you bet. Tomorrow we're going to go nuts. We're I just going to go crazy. I know. I, I just can't wait. I'm going to be football intensive all weekend. I've got yeah. this weekend off, and I'm just going to sit in front of the TV and watch for days. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, another thing I wanted to mention is that you were talking about women drivers about two weeks ago, and it was so funny because I was coming home from work one night down at Turnpike, mm-hmm. Golden Glades there. And I'm trying to get over it to pay my toll as you get on right on the turnpike there. And who comes whipping down on the wrong side of me? And I've got my blinker on trying to go over, but you. Really? <laughs> and you wouldn't give me a chance to get in there to pay my toll. Hey, I don't monkey around. I, I was just trying to get out. I was trying to get out of your way. I know. I said, he talks about women drivers. Boy. Hey, I happen to be <laughs> an outstanding driver. I really do. Yeah. So have I. I've been driving a long time. But I, I just had to mention that because it was such a, you know, ironic. Well, next time I, do that, I start to do that, just hold up one <laughs> finger, okay? I'll, I'll know it's you. I gave you a couple. I gave the old Italian salute. Good. There we go. I can relate to <laughs> it. Plus, I love your remote. I was there last Friday and the ones before that. 
And in fact, I'm going to go back tomorrow and collect on the ticket. Great. And I left, you know, I put Fabulous. that when I left. So it's been very exciting. <laughs> yeah, for here. For here. Okay, let's do it Saturday. Okay, okay. all the way. Go, go Dolphins. Thanks. Bye. 1217 at WIOD. We have a, see, the thing with the turnpike tolls is such a... Uh, it, I have lost my patience, not that I have much to begin with, because every time I get to, no matter where I go, if I go to exact change or the change lane, there's some idiot in front of me who's asking for directions to uh, Nebraska and got uh, wants 16 receipts, and, oh, it's just, it's pathetic, okay? When are we going to get those little automatic baskets, okay? And stop with this crap already. Not that I'm antisocial and I don't want to get my hand scratched by the ladies with the 20-inch fingernails at the tool, tool booth, but enough is enough already. Just like uh, get a little basket. Because you know what we say about that. Anyway, you want to hear about a fabulous restaurant. Actually, three... You know, retirement just wasn't my style, so I began working nights down here as a janitor in this old office building. Yeah. <laughs> just to keep busy, I guess, because it pays below minimum wage. But anyway... Oh, hey, there's the big cheese now. How you doing tonight? Hey, working kind uh, of late, aren't you? How you doing? Yeah, having a pretty tough night. Yeah, well, <sighs> good night. Night. Yeah, you're going to watch it. Didn't watch the game tonight? Yeah, I went across the street. Free pizza at beer night over there. I had a pretty tough day. I thought I'd just uh, watch the game with the fellows over at the bar. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just going to listen to it on this old radio here. The antenna's kind of shaky. And oh, they got a big screen color TV over there. It's the uh, best picture I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, big screen color. Great picture. <laughs> I heard it is. Well, I'd sure like to be there. Well, you know, I got all my work done. And... Oh, really? You're, you're all done? Yeah. You suppose maybe I could... Well, I'll tell you what. Uh... Maybe I can. Well, I got my BMW in the garage. I got a Blaputnik radio in there. I can pick up the. You can drive me anything. No, no. I'll well, I'll give you my car keys. Why don't you clean out my car? I got a wicked stain yeah. in the back seat. Yeah, I've got some stuff <laughs> in the trunk and clean it up with uh, Simon Isaac. I'll be back in about two hours, and I'll, maybe I'll bring you a piece of pizza. Okay, Dad. Well, Dad, listen. Thanks a lot. I hear my keys, and uh, be careful not to scratch the car. And I'll be back in about two hours. Two hours. Okay? Yeah, I gotta pizza. Watch, I gotta watch. You're not gonna bring. Well, you ungrateful. You, Esther said you were a worthless <laughs> second son of a... Hell, you, you can't be my son. Nobody's that ungrateful. You breath... I'll take your stained BMW and run that mother right into the damn river. You, you worthless Nothing son gets of someone's a attention like a good string of profanities. Pig-faced. This message brought to you by the National Cursing Foundation. And remember our motto. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> That's my opinion. I'm Mike Disney. 1223 at WID. There is an open line in Broward at 524-WID. What I want between now and two, I want somebody to call on the Palm Beach line and say, Hi, this is Jane. I'm calling from Lake Worth. Wouldn't that make you feel better? 655-9463. 655-WIOD. I will not rest all day until we get that on line eight. 655-WIOD. W-I-O-D. No, nah, not good. Good voice for it, though. Okay, let's take a call from uh, Miami. Hello? Neil. Oh, hold on a second. W-I-O-D. Hi, this is Joe Conn from Carl Gable. <laughs> okay. Uh, W-I-O-D. How you doing, Jane? Great. Okay, have a great day, Jane. Thanks a lot. I feel better. And what is it, sir? Neil. Yeah. How you doing? Great. Hey, uh, baseball. Yeah, we're great. getting there. Um, I got a, I got, I got a, a little situation here that happened to me last night, and I, I want to 
tell everybody in Radio Land to see what I could do about this. Okay, Pretty here we serious, go. Pretty serious, though. I'd, I'd, I'd appreciate your, your time and effort in, uh, in, uh, in, in hearing this, this out, okay? Okay. Last night, coming home from work, I, uh, I got a flat tire. I parked it in a gas station right off the Palmetto. And, uh, and I let, uh, I let the, the, the attendant know that I was going to be right back and I was going to change the tire. I didn't have a spare, unfortunately. Yeah. So uh, what happened was I got back and, and it wasn't there. Yeah. They towed the car away. This morning I called the, the towing company and they said, hey, do you have my car there? They said, yeah, we sure do have your car there. And uh, it was authorized by the owner to get towed. So I called the owner all pissed off. The owner said, of what? Huh? The owner of the what? The owner of the gas station. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? So I called the owner. I told him, hey, you know, I had a flat tire. You know, why are you going to tow a car away? I was going to be right back. You know, what kind of a jackass would do that? Excuse me? What kind of a geek would exactly, do that? Exactly, exactly. So what happened? I called you. You know, I was talking to the owner, and he said, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. I didn't call anybody. I didn't call no tow truck to tow anybody's car away. You know, I, I, if I'd wait a couple days to see if they'd pick it up. If they don't pick it up, then I'd Starting throw it away. Starting to sound like minutes. one of the strangest stories ever towed. Now, no, but listen to this. But listen to this. It gets better. I called the tow company, and yeah. I told the tow company, hey, you know, you guys are running a legal business here. You guys can't be doing that. First of all, when a car is on private property, right, when a, when a car is on private property, they can't tow it away unless they get permission from the owner of that property. Yeah. Uh, well, unless they re their owner requests it. Well, his, no, his no, they property. have to have a signed receipt. They got the owner has to sign a receipt to tow it to tow that car, that particular car. Right, but so he's got to ask him. He's got to ask him to tow it away, and he's got to sign it. They can't just come there and do it arbitrarily. No, it's, exactly, it's his property. exactly, and that's exactly what they that's did. A bunch they, of went crap. In, they went inside. They, they they went in. They took the liberty of, of towing the car. So what's the upshot, sir? The upshot is I don't know what the hell to do. I've called the city attorney's office. They, they're they giving me the runaround. I called the cops. They're giving me the runaround. I don't know what the hell. Now, where is, is there this? anybody where, out there? Where is Radio this? Land? Where is this? This is uh, right off the Palmetto on 58th Street. It's a mobile gas station that I left my car there. And uh, if anybody knows anything that I could do, I'd really appreciate I it. I have one suggestion. You might not like it. What's that? Something to think about. <laughs> Good luck, pal. All right, thanks. Okay. What a pile of crap. Why are they so? Why are there so many nasty, surly, rotten, disagreeable? This towing thing—that's one of the biggest scams going anywhere. Remember when in Fort Lauderdale they were towing everybody's car away, and it turned out there was this gigantic scandal, and everybody was getting kickbacks. You show me one of these uh, deals where they give uh, one of these towing places a contract, and I'll show you one of the greatest scams in the history of mankind. It is the biggest joke and the biggest ripoff. And some of the pigs, you know, get kickbacks on this stuff. I, I don't even want to go into it. It's depressing. Right, Betty? Betty? Yeah. Uh, I think we do need a campaign to get rid of Dolphin Denny. Let's get the WIO Hound Dog back. Hound Dog? George Lorenz? The WIOD Hound Dog. What was that? That's before my time. Well, that's been uh, in the Orange Bowl. They used to have the Hound Dog, the Dolphin mascot on the sideline. We don't need Dolphin Denny. Yeah, amen. amen. Let's run a campaign to run Dolphin Denny's ass up to Buffalo and stick it in the Lake Erie. Good deal, good deal. Because I guess everybody hates him like poison, huh? Right. Kind of useless. <laughs> right. And go Dolphins. Amen, Betty. Thank you. Have a great life. We're with you, 100%. That's Betty from Stewart, by the way, in case anybody wants to look her up. We have an open line at Broward, 524 I bet you Dolphin Denny wants to look her up. Stick her on a tower. And one in... Oh, he grabbed it. I can't believe you. Go ahead. I'll, I can handle it. 
Anyway, let's go to a Pompano. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Okay, so far. Okay, I'd like to just tell you that I agree with you 100% about the harness drivers. Um, Finkelstein has to do something. Finkelstein? Really... Finkelstein, Alan Finkelstein, has to do something about this because it's not fair to the public. Some of these people are driving me crazy, you know it? It's, it's, I've been there, I've been going there like 12 years. And yeah. Have you ever seen... Edward... And, and you, wait a minute, you still have your pants on? You've been there for 12 years? Wow. <laughs> yes, I do. What a lucky guy. Uh, have you ever seen Edward Jones ever win a race? No. Come on, now, I saw Raymond Scholler win a race once. I even saw Donald Brainer win a race, but I think it's about 10 years ago. I'm serious. I am, but it's, it's just amazing. You know, well, everybody's got to make a living, you know. they got a little hoss out there. And how about Richard Kent, half and 56 and 4? Look yeah. out, there he goes. But you weren't up there last night, were you? No, I wish I would have been. I might have. No, I would have lost some money. I think uh, Mark Metzger had two winners last night, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, Not for me. No I way. Won, He's but, uh, from the Donald Brainerd School at Vernon Downs. <laughs> he is. You know, Brainerd should let his wife drive. She do, she's uh, better than he is. She, she, she does drive once in a while. She actually comes into money. Sue? Uh, yeah, uh, Michelle. Michelle, like I said, Michelle, Sue. Michelle, you know, it's it a song anyway. Uh, I just have one question. Do you uh, own harness horses? I did years ago, yeah. Uh, I thought, yes, I heard you. In, in, in Detroit. In Detroit. Yes, sir. Do you have any luck with them? Uh, well, as a matter of fact, I used to go to the Mount Elliott Soup Kitchen for dinner, so that should give you an idea once I got into it. It was it was fun, but a little expensive, you know. Uh, is it? It's an expensive game. Because I was thinking maybe the uh, IRD could... Yeah, something like that. Okay. Have a nice life, pal. 1230 at WIOD, we have an open line in Broward, 524-9463, 524-WIOD, and there's one on the star line at Star IOD. Star I. How come I never have that cart in there all day today? I've got so much of this other crap going. Every time I want to play a cart, i got like... There it is. There's our favorite. W-I-D at 1231. Let's take one in Miami. Buenos dias, amigo. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Hi. How you doing? Fine. I've never called before. Well, isn't this exciting? <laughs> See how painless it is already? <laughs> how are you? I'm doing great. How's about you? Pretty good. I saw The Godfather. Yeah. And I have a dumb question. Okay. Who is Eli Wallace? Which one is he? He is uh, the old Don uh, douchebag, uh, the guy who's uh, with the cane, who's uh, kind of like the snake in the grass, the old man who gets up and runs out when before they have the big hit. He's uh, And then he goes to the assassin to take care of Michael Corleone. Oh, yeah. The guy that eats the cannolis. Okay. <laughs> okay. He had one, one cannoli too many. <laughs> Well, I went to go see it in the theater. Yeah. And as soon as Coppola's daughter came out, somebody behind me, a couple of guys, started, you know, laughing at them about how ugly she was. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Same thing happened when I saw it the second time, because I've got everybody prepared for this now, see? I know. I so as soon as she too. comes on, they all start tittering and puking and throwing <laughs> up their popcorn, going nuts. Well, could you do me a favor, Neil? Sure. Anything for you. <laughs> I'm looking around for the soundtrack to part one, and it is discontinued. Yeah. So if I send you a tape, could you tape it for me? You bet. Thank you. And in fact, remember the guy who called and asked me that, which is where you got this idea from? Yes. Never sent me the tape. Really good. <laughs> yeah. So you're first online. Thanks, Neil. Okay. Bye. Have a happy. Uh, everybody together. Here we go. I could have been a contender. No, it's the wrong movie, Marlon. Come on. 
1232 at WIOD. We have an open line. That was a great movie, On the Waterfront, with Eva Marie Saint, Lee J. Lee J. Cobb, one of the greatest actors in the history of film. How come Bill Cosford never talks about Lee J. Cobb? One of the great actors. He was good in Exorcist, too. Remember? He was uh, the police inspector. Did you see Exorcist? He was great. Remember the scene where he's, he's going after the priest? He keeps trying to uh, drum some information. He says, answer the question, Father Paranoia. That's my favorite, one of the favorites. Next to, of course, the scene where the bar, the uh, priests are in the bar, and they're playing Rambling Man by the Allman Brothers in the background. That is a great scene. Even Chuck Meyer, he lost his mustache during that scene. It fell right off his face like Jerry Colonna. Remember Jerry Colonna? Dead or alive. Good one for you. Excellent. What was I talking about? Lee J. Cobb, dead or alive. Not even warm anymore, Lee J. Cobb. Very dead. But a great actor. Tremendous. Outstanding. On the waterfront. I could have been a contender. That's all I remember. And then it was Marty. What do you want to do, Marty? I don't know. What do you want to do? That was like for two hours. That's all they said. What do you want to do? Who was in Marty? Ernest Borgnine and uh, somebody. A bunch of folks. We have an open line in Dade County, 751-WAR, 751-9463. Hey, what do you want from me, okay? I mean, we've got the National Football League. Let me ask you this, Chuck. If we were about to play the World Series, the Pirates and uh, the A's, for example, don't you wish, and we were about to go into war, okay? Play ball, play ball, okay. My kind of guy. Uh, like I said, that's, of course, the credibility of our news department, ladies and gentlemen. Just got a real good insight into it. 751 uh Kill the Bastards is our number in date, and we'll be right back. Like a consumer problem. And yeah. Jack Atherton, now, he, I mean, he does a good job on Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, he does. But he's kind of like, doesn't he look like people used to look in the 30s? Yeah. Not a bad-looking guy, but he looks like he's in the wrong decade. He talks like this, too, Yeah, Neil. right. He's All like, the time. Uh, does he? But, uh, wow, let's put he... him on Joy 107, who just declared Chapter 11, by the way. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. The whole company did. Chapter 11 over at Joy 107. I guess there's no Joy at 107. <laughs> so he's going to be on from Jack 8 to Jack Atherton is going to be on from 8 to 9. And I guess we'll take calls, but we were talking the other day about how uh, the, the whole consumer action thing has kind of fallen down in a lot of places. It's a great way to get stuff done. It's a great kind of feature to watch because you learn stuff. And um, he may be doing the best job yeah. On TV and he does town. a real good job. He does. Did you see the number they did on Buywise one day last week? Yes. Boy, they did a wild number because yeah. the guy had tried to buy the TV set from the ad in the paper. Precisely, yeah. Oh, man. And, just, and, he, um, and Jack did a nice job yeah, on that. Yeah, and followed they, up on it and just uh, yeah. had all his stuff right out there. So he'll be pretty good. And uh, as I understand, he listens to this station. And he's, uh, you know, he's kind of a fan. So it'll be nice well, What do you to... mean by that? Everybody listens. You know that doctor is... Why do I keep calling him a doctor? Steve Greenberg on Six, is he a doctor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, I guess... Is he related to Fred Schatz? No, but uh, Steve Greenberg listens, and that's where he found Jeff at Pizza Loft and his wife who were getting the fillings out of their teeth and put them on TV to give him some more publicity, which they need like hemorrhoids. But... Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Jack should be okay. And then I've got this other guy on who... Um, has done 50 ways to pave over the earth, and, and, you know, we're all pretty environmental. This would be a good time for it, by the way. Exactly. You could drive over to Baghdad. Exactly. It's going to be eight lanes, no waiting. Yeah. Uh, all green lights. The new Autobahn. And uh, we also have the Dead or Alive playoffs uh, again this weekend in preparation for the uh, football game. I would pencil in, not for this week, but like in about uh, 10, 15 days, I'd put a Saddam Hussein on the list, Dead or Alive. I think it would be a real good one. Yeah. You've seen the Iraqi calendar. Uh, yeah. 
And you saw that the uh, Baghdad weather forecast is for partly cloudy, 2,000 degrees next week. <laughs> so, yeah, all that, those jokes are making the go around. You know, they are going to get bombed into the dark ages. You do understand that. Well, you know, you, did you hear Rick and Suds? I was on with Rick and Suds for an hour yesterday. Yeah. The only reason I preface that is because I said I don't believe there will be a war. I, I really you don't? don't? No, I don't. You think Perez de Cuellar is going to uh, no, uh, is going to threaten to unleash all the Mexicans on Iraq? Is that what's going to do it? <laughs> well, Perez de Cuellar and Hussein don't get along anyway. I guess he's uh, bashed Hussein in the past about human rights, and they don't get along. But I just think that there's there's time left, and um, some cooler heads will prevail. You know, I think there's plenty of time. You must be. I think I'm the only person who believes that, but I really do. You see what happens when you're a Pirates fan and you watch them <laughs> fold against the Reds like that? Hope it spring's affecting. eternal. You're, speaking of spring, you realize it's just a few weeks? It's incredible, isn't it? And it we didn't have spring training last year to speak of, so it'll be really right. great. And it seems like only yesterday that the uh, Cubs choked against the uh, Giants and the Pirates choked against yeah. the Reds. So we can The day before yesterday when choke the Cubs each other. Choked, yeah. I can't wait. I well, really the Cubs can. are going to be great this year. We I, are. Uh, they are. All you got to do is get at least one pitcher back. Well, you know, Balecki could make a Balecki comeback. Balecki will he's, probably he's like, come back. Uh, he could be anything. At this but that's point. scary with Bell and Dawson in the same outfield. Yeah. I mean, it is. And they, Doug Desenzo. Yeah. I hope they never have like a three-way collision in the outfield. Nobody will ever see Desenzo again. Yeah. I'm worried about the Pirates. They're, they're too cheap. They've lost no some Sid players. Green. So many first basemen out there they could have gotten, and they didn't get anybody. And they're gonna, they re-signed Carmelo Martinez. I saw, they were doing a, one of those on a satellite the other day. They were interviewing uh, Bobby Bonilla. i got to be honest with you. He is out of uniform. He is a bright, he's a good-looking, oh. he's an intelligent guy, articulate. And in uniform, he looks like Buster Brown in a uniform. It's two sizes too small. He looks yeah. like a goofball. Yeah. Yeah, he does. It's amazing. I, it's true. Uh, on camera and, and off the field, he's really a funny guy. Yeah. Very brilliant. Real perceptive. I hope they keep him. He'd, he'd, you, don't get, you see, you got to have some. You got to sell some tickets. Yeah. See, that's the you problem know, up there. I wanted to bring up something about Please. about the, the town as a bush league thing, and, I, and basically, I agree with that. But you know, do you realize how many cities had trouble selling out their playoff games last weekend? Philadelphia needed the extra day to sell yeah. out for that. Yeah, Washington. but wait a minute. Philadelphia needed the extra day because they had the same deal we did. They didn't know until right. like a couple of days before but, when it was going to be in the whole deal. But those fans are fanatics, and they usually sell Chicago out. Chicago didn't sell out until like exactly. an hour or two before they the had, deadline. They had, they had 1,200 a, tickets left. Exactly. And they just sold out. And but they did sell them. Yeah. Now, is the argument, well, they're so used to playoffs that they can't get excited for New Orleans in a wild card game? I don't know. Maybe that's an argument, but... You know, the fact is that a lot, of, a lot of cities have had trouble selling well, out. Well, how many people does Soldiers Field see? 64. Oh, is that all? Yeah. Boy, is that an it archaic It used to be place. a huge stadium. That's an archaic place. Oh. Well, you know when they built that place, it was like over 100,000 seats. Yeah. And they cut That's off the end. That's what I was end. thinking. Yeah. Oh, they cut off their end? Yeah, they cut off their end. I think Tom Zack <laughs> had that problem. Although, he, I feel sorry for him because he's like uh, lost. He had a couple of good moments in that game, and against the Saints, that's all you need is a couple of good moments. But do you know what the Giants are going to do then? Do you think they're going to eat them up? Uh, eat them right. up. I mean, they don't even, all they got to do is show up, and that's it. That could be a real physical, fun game to watch, though. Yeah. Bears are pretty weak. But if they had Harbaugh, I might have a shot. But do you remember years ago, Soldier Field was the place? Remember when they used to play the college All Star game every mm -hmm. year? The NFL champion would play college All Stars. It was a charity game in Chicago. And one year, that game was lightninged out in the third quarter. They had a huge rainstorm, and there was lightning hitting all over the stadium. And they canceled that game in the third quarter. It's a little Soldier Field trivia for you there. <laughs> like I said, Jack Atherton's going to be like a brush, brush your fret there. 
on uh, well, we're just killing time till baseball season. That's all. That's well, I thought we were killing time till two o'clock. No, no, I got uh, we got a lot of calls here, but I just wanted to give you because Jack yeah. Atherton is uh, well, he I mean, does a nice job. He may not be uh, Rick Sanchez, but at least the people know who he is, and it's uh, but you may not let people call in and do their things. What what is the purpose of him going to be here? Just to well, shill I think, for, yeah, just to shill for his show in Channel Four. Yeah, absolutely. What the hell have they done for us? That's all the program. Well, yeah, let me true. let me point something out to you. I do this thing every year, and I don't look for any publicity, and I never get it, so I'm not disappointed. But we raised a hundred. Yeah. We're going to go over 110,000 for Camilla's house. Do you think that's worth like a 10-second blip on the local newscasts? I can't believe that there hasn't been some coverage of it. Zero. Because nobody in this town could do Zero. that. Zero. When know. I'm over here ripping the hurricanes after that, then right away they send uh, Pat uh, Harrington Jr., whatever his name is, over here. And right away, they're like, yeah. But I'm telling you, it's just uh, sad. It really is. Uh, congratulations on that, incidentally, because well, uh, thank you you know, so times much, are Chuck. tough. And, but look at the, uh, the numbers. You went way over last year, and uh, you were gone for a while anyway. And I thought it's nice. I think uh, because we did so well, I think another couple of weeks will be deserved right now until uh, baseball starts. Keep Get pushing it for a while. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I don't mean that. I mean vacation, because when I'm oh, gone for a little yeah. while, it starts the sympathy so dollars start rolling. Do you want to do the spring training circuit this year? Go to some uh, some other games out of town? Or are you just going to hang out in Fort Lauderdale and root on your favorite Yankees? <clears throat> in other words, you're asking, do I go to spring training games? Hmm. I don't go to spring training games. I don't, I'm not interested. How about Mesa, Arizona? There's no, How about a Neil Rogers trip to Mesa? Ooh, that would be great. That, know, that's a good idea. You, oh, but who the hell wants to go to Mesa, Arizona? It's a nice spot. How, how close I is it to there Phoenix? How it's close about is it? Ten miles. Oh, it's all so it's like a over. suburb. Yeah, exactly. Mesa's oh, that's about not a hundred thousand people. Great, they got a dog track in Phoenix. They do. And not much else. I don't know if Turf Paradise is still open. No. Oh yeah, it is. Up on Bell it Road. is. Yes, it is. Uh-huh. I it was closed. Now it's reopened. Yeah. Phoenix. Turf Paradise is open. Phoenix is nice. Good thinking. We could go to uh, Steve Stone's restaurant out there. Yeah. You could go up to Pinnacle Peak over in Scottsdale. Woo. Chomp on some steak. We could talk to all the old Yentas in Scottsdale and Sun City. A hundred thousand uh-huh. of them. Oy vey. <laughs> Good idea. All right. Uh, thank you, Chuck. Chuck Meyer will be here with a Dead or Alive, Saddam Hussein, on Saturday. Dead or Alive, Phil Saltzman, ladies and gentlemen, is on the phone from Calder. Is that a call from Rochester on line three? Hello. Hello, Neil. Are you in Rochester? Sure am. I'm in Don and Bob's right now. Now, come on. I swear to God. Are you serial? Yeah. Are I you calling? Emmerich's game last night. Are you calling us collect? Yeah, I sure am. You'll hold on, won't you? Yeah. Okay. There's a guy on a payphone inside Don and Bob's in Rochester on Monroe Avenue. You're on Monroe Avenue, right? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, hold on a second. See, what I discovered there is line six is dead. That's good. You hear that click? Because I punched two at once. Hold on a second, okay? Okay, Neil. Don't go away. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, one on the Star Line, Star IOD. Let's tell you, speaking of horse racing, Gulfstream, home of the Florida Dur- Unbelievable. Right, sir? That's, yeah. Really unbelievable. Incredible. I would buy you a few white hots. Yeah, sure will. I had some white hots uh, yesterday. <laughs> uh, you're, well, what are you eating right now? You having lunch? I had lunch. We had, I had a, a bacon cheeseburger. Oh. Excellent. Oh, those cheeseburgers at Don and Bob's are the greatest in the world with hot sauce and grilled onion. Is that right? That's oh, what I had. God. Unbelievable. Mm. Right here on Monroe Avenue, right, right next to Brighton Monroe. Element. Right next to Brighton uh, Primary School, actually, in elementary yeah. where I went. I went to school. Yeah. I went to school there, sir. Can you believe that at elementary school there? You went to school there? Yeah. Unbelievable. You can look out the window and see where I graduated elementary school. Aren't you excited? <laughs> Man. I can't take it. Oh. So listen, I'm up here. Last night I went to an Amherst game. Yeah, great. Unbelievable. They, they killed the Binghamton Rangers. Good. What was, what was the score? 7 nothing. I love it. Unbelievable. Ed, now, Eddie Chadwick was Buffalo, in goal. I'm going to the Buffalo game Saturday. Yeah. My, my father-in-law's got season ticket. Now, what's the weather like up there right this moment? 
26 degrees. 26? How much snow on the ground? Not much, a few inches. No, I'm talking about the snow. <laughs> no, seriously, you got a few inches and that's not much? No, not really. It well, does the trick, though. No, I'm talking about the snow now. You got like five, six inches of snow on the ground? Yeah. And it's 26. Now, what's the forecast, you know? Uh, it's supposed to be snow red. They heard it's going to be in the, in the mid-teens for the game Saturday. Ooh. And uh, it's, to, it's snow flurries um, Friday night, they said. I'm not sure. Yeah. So about like it is now, then. I'm sorry? So it's going to be about like it is now. Yeah. Nasty, bitter, windy, little snow flurry here and there. Right up our alley. I think maybe Jim, Ke- Jim Kelly might... A lot about what? It's just cold. Yeah, I think Jim Kelly might trip over a snowflake. Yeah, I don't think so. Are you a Buffalo fan? Huh? You're not a Bills fan, are you? No, my father is. He's been sick older for 20 years. He sat through this crap. Hey, I sat through that crap in the good old days when Cookie Gilchrist and Daryl LaMonica and Jackie Kemp were there when they were in the old AFL. Those were the days in Buffalo in the old stadium. That's right. Those were the days. That's my when. My uh, was there also. That's when men were men and women were thinking about it. <laughs> Well, listen, have a great time and uh, root for the Dolphins. We need your help, pal. I will. And All we, right, Neil. Okay, Bye. take care. Call from Don and Bob's. Man, what the hell more could we want, right? We hear from Phil Saltzman, Hank Goldberg, and Don and Bob's like in succession. Are we doing it or what? Not in Palm Beach, though, and I don't really care anymore. I'll be honest with you. They've turned me off in Palm Beach County. You know, you can give me all this crap. Oh, everybody up here in Palm Beach. Yeah, they're all a bunch of deadheads, okay? All right, now, they could redeem it. If somebody will call on the Palm Beach line and say, like, this is uh, uh, Jenny in Jupiter, would be good. 655 WIOD. Jenny. Jenny. Oh, it's Zimfar. Okay. No, I want somebody to call on the Palm Beach line. Jenny from Jupiter. Come on, Jenny. We need ladies in Palm Beach. 655 WIOD. Dale. Jenny? No. Who is this? This is Frank. Frank from Palm Beach. Yes, sir. My Frankly car. speaking. Right. In a mobile in Palm Beach? Yeah. I, wow. I just came from the stadium. I got tickets for Braves and Expos and the Reds are coming to town. Yeah. And I'm psyched. Great. It's only, what, a month and a half away. Yes, sir. We're going to be doing our spring thing. Baseball will be flying. I am ready. Listen, I got some bad news, though. I got uh, next week's Sports Illustrated. Yeah. And Dan Marino's on the cover. Oh, jeez. Are, are they trying to give us the canary? That's bad. Every time, man. That's Every bad. time. I wish they'd cut that crap out. They must be betting on the bills, huh? Well, you heard it here first, and I'm not too happy about it, but thought you'd like to know. Don't tell Danny about it, okay? Keep it a secret. Okay, bud. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, Hank, by the way, tonight's got, uh, oh, jeez, when he was, I didn't have time because we spoke during the break. I should have asked him about Dave Berry. Did you notice in Hank's promo, Hank was, like, floundering to try to find something to say about Dave Berry? Hank, if you'd have just said that twerp, Dave Berry. See, the reason Dave Berry's going to be on is because he writes for the Herald and Hank's uh, agency handles the Herald. And Hank's great and all of that, but uh, he probably feels sorry for Dave because he's so short. Anyway, uh, boy, we got some good... We're going to go over 109,000 today. We're already over 109 today. Just incredible. So please, if you haven't got your Best of Neil tape yet, get that 20 buck check or more in the mail this weekend. Like today, tomorrow, and over the weekend. And then Monday and Tuesday, we can open up a gigantic amount of mail and really go way over the top. It's been just uh, unreal. Speaking of unreal, Elaine Ettor is... Okay, how about the little loan board? There's a guy made 20-some million dollars in one year and blew every dime of it. What a guy. Not too many people could do that. Well, a lot of pimple cream. He had those uh, bitten off. (laughs) (laughs) Eartha Kitt. 
Would you like bit the rest of this? <laughs> Do you remember, who was it that Eartha Kitt uh, bit on the lip? Do you remember that story years ago? No. Jeez, it was some famous person, and Eartha Kitt, remember, she bit him on the lip. Kind of like the scene in The Godfather 3 where he uh, bites the guy's ear off. I like that. I haven't seen it yet. I think it's interesting when people, like, bite bo body, body parts, parts off something. Yeah. Depending, of course, on what part it is. Well, who was it the uh, trumpet player careful. got hit in the lip with a, a brick? Remember that? Al, um... Al Hurt. Hurt. Yeah, he yeah. did. Does Al Hurt? You bet. Exactly. You bet your sweet ass. So I just stopped by to tell you Speaking that... Speaking of uh, biting comments. Yes? Bill Cosford has great taste in radio, but oh. movies? Knows nothing. Well, first of all, look, I like Bill. He's a friend of mine. He's a good guy uh, when I see well, him like a once guy. a year. But uh, totally bogus. He doesn't live in this town. He lives in Jersey almost all year. He's never here. He's either at a film festival or in Jersey. Oh, really? Secondly, he knows nothing about movies. Thirdly, he writes these reviews based on pseudo-intellectual crap, not on what the average viewer would see. So the best thing to do with Cosford is the fewer stars he gives, the go faster go run out and see it. Well, I took his advice, his top ten list, Reddit Crybaby last night. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> That's why I stopped by. Now, I'm curious. How many <laughs> minutes did you last before you put it in uh, part, the off position? Part two is on tonight, if I can make it through. Part two? I couldn't make it through last night. I just couldn't make it oh, through I the see. whole thing. So, in other words, you want, you're, in other words, you're you that know, cheap that you're going to watch the whole thing no matter how bad it is? Well, it's blockbuster, sure. You know, oh, I get okay. it for two nights. Yeah. But I wish. Wow. What a movie. The worst. With the pigtails and the stupid, gross-looking... Well, I like Hatchet Face. Yeah, no wonder, no wonder he liked Dick Tracy. He likes all these bizarre... Uh, and Gremlins, too. He's into the uh, yeah. crap. Camp yeah. is, is what it is, yeah. Like, uh, campy like the uh, Midnight thing, like the uh, vegetable throwing the um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. Camp. Exactly. Well, I think uh, because if you look at the people that Cosford hangs around with, like George... Uh, what's his name? The movie guy, George Capewell, and all these silly people. Camp, yeah. I think, is the operative yeah. word. They're a camp crowd. And somebody Johnny ought, Depp. Somebody ought to send him to camp. Now, I haven't really watched Johnny Depp in anything. I he have. is good. He I was know on my have. show one morning when you were on Waxing. We were I having know. a great time, and all these teenage girls were calling in and giggling. Well, I would imagine. Getting their hormones were just exploding. I'd imagine. And I felt the same nuts. way sitting there. Yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Because he was, like, right over on the other side. Yeah. He, well, like I've said, he is a good-looking guy, but the interesting thing about Johnny Depp is that he is... Um, Remember, the not the new uh, picture in Rolling Stone, but once before they had a centerfold of Johnny Depp, and he looked like a woman with an earring and like a strain. He looked bizarre. Well, he has like... Got a pretty face. No, I don't mean that, but I mean, he looks like different people. No yeah. wonder he's an actor, because even without makeup, he on a different day, depending on how he gets out of the sack, and I guess who with, Winona or somebody else, he uh, just has these bizarre things. Well, you see, that's what's bizarre, because I told you I saw him in that interview. And he doesn't say two words. He's like this James Dean, real quiet. Oh, the day you were time. ripping him on the air. I wasn't ripping him. You what I was, what I, I, no, I like I it. What the comparison was is he's such a great actor. I can't see this guy doing what he does. Well, that's why they call it acting. It, there are a lot of people in showbiz who don't. How about Marlon Brando? When's the last time you saw him say right. anything? He's like a right. hermit. Him and Michael and the uh, chicken. But he still kind of plays those same roles. He doesn't get animated like Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was singing in this movie, and I, I mean, could have been a contender. Know, just totally out of character, but what a yeah. movie. Come on, Bill. I'm really curious Gee. what all the big deal is about James Dean, you know, over the years. It goes to show you that the world is so much crap. Well, memory, you know, it's it's out of... James Dean, first of all, wasn't all that great looking, number one. Number two, he smelled real bad. And he was a lousy driver. And number three, he was a slob. If you read... I mean, he was just a... Oh, yeah, and a good driver, yeah. too. <laughs> and a matter of fact, what we're going to do to save a lot of bloodshed... No, seriously. What we're going to do is when we have this last-minute meeting, and they will have one... 
We're going to send Ted Kennedy and uh, there James go. Dean Jr. over oh. to uh, Geneva to drive Saddam Hussein to the meeting. Exactly. And that would be good. Over a lot of Ted bridges. Doesn't, and... Ted doesn't want any war, man. You know, I hate to say this. All my life, I've been a Democrat. And I don't hate to say that, but I have been. And I've been watching this week, like some on the C-SPAN, oh. Ted Kennedy and um, some of the other, uh, uh, I can't think at the moment of some who they are. And the and uh, Biden, of course, who can't remember what his real name is and where he went to school, but uh, or whose speech he stole last week, and they're just infuriating me. I yeah. mean, what the hell do they think this is? Like we're going to let's have a debate for about twenty or thirty days. I mean, where the hell have they been the last five exactly. or six months? Okay. And we got like four or five hundred thousand people over there in the middle of the sand, and they're like, oh, gee, I don't think it. let's wait a little while, okay? And uh, you can't do anything with that. I th and I'm not going to go into it. I'm not going to get yeah. political. Well, I didn't want to yesterday either, but these news conferences kept interrupting things, so we yeah. lost the flow and just went with it. And you're right. Not the time to do it. It's not like they can't hear. Yeah. They don't understand. Well. And they're too busy uh, doing something. Making veils for that's their Ted's, women. That's Ted's story. Did you read about uh, the two live crew albums and all the stuff that they have on sale over there? Over where? In, In uh, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. But they like hey, did you hear the... that, Sheriff Nick? Man, get on the first plane, baby. What the bizarre part is, is they black out the cleavage and they black out all the women and all of that. See, like... I, that's another thing. I mentioned this a few days ago. No, I, this does bother me a lot. I mentioned it during the holidays, during Hanukkah and Christmas. Mm -hmm. These Saudi Arabian assholes, I mean, we're over there to protect them. Saddam could probably wipe them out in about 30 seconds because they're a bunch of Neanderthals and all the sheiks have got all the money and the rest of them are like in the Dark Ages. And... Here we go over, we put all our people, you know, the rest of the world is standing behind us saying, hey, we're all behind you, but you like said all your people, us. right. And we're all over there, and we're putting our ass on the line, and they're going to tell us, oh, uh, you can't uh, celebrate to this, and you can't, yeah, they're out there in the middle of the desert, what yeah. the hell is it their business? For? They ought to courtesy. be kissing our feet. They ought to be bringing mezuzahs and crosses out there during the holidays to help everybody You're celebrate. Right. You're right. What a bunch of... As a courtesy. In addition to which, all this $50 billion windfall that they got from goosing up all these oil prices, and they're just sitting back, well, well here's about uh, $10 billion for right now, and you know, we'll see what happens, see how well you do. But they were going to pull Two Live Crew's album off the shelves because somebody seriously just told them what it meant, what they were saying in the album. Yeah. They blacked out the cover, but they didn't know what the album was saying, so everybody was buying it, and they say, oh, it means that? Yeah. So they're going to pull it off. Well, in uh, Saudi, back Saudi Arabia, they still, still think like mother is a member of a family. Let us send Nick over there. You mean Sheriff Nick? Exactly. 114 at WYOD, and let's talk about our good friends at Pompano Park. Now, I know you'll be out there tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. I'll stop by my way in. In fact, the lights went out Monday night because we heard the rumor Rick and Spuds were coming out. We didn't want them to lose any money, so we canceled the racing. Boy. How much did you guys lose at Calder Friday? Not too much. Well, only the one race. I know when to stop. Oh, okay. Probably not again soon, huh? I wanted uh, help, and, and I got it. <laughs> I you should listen to Phil. Own. Phil had five winners. They didn't pay anything, but he was picking them like crazy. Well, that's always I should have listened. I told you, I walked out next to a guy who won 140 bucks on one wow. race. Incredible. And he left. And he had to tell me about it all the way out to my car. Yeah. Screw him. Anyway, we don't like wise guys who win and then talk about it. Tomorrow night at Pompano Park, our 610 WIOD Pompano Harness Fan Race. Because I may... In the paper, address it at a future date. Oh, Jesus. What, what have I got to say to you to make you understand? Stop being a hothead. Stop being... Forget about Tom Jicka. He hates you like poison. He doesn't like your show. And even if he did like it, it wouldn't make any difference because he's got a personal thing with you, like a feud going. Exactly. What do you care? Why do you care? The uh, See, that's another thing. Uh, yesterday, I came to this realization 
the audience doesn't care about all this other silly crap that was going on. So why should I, you know, get sucked into a bunch of crap that nobody cares about? And the same exactly. thing with what you're talking exactly. about. Nobody cares. And you're allowing, you're, you're wasting your energy. Life is too short to waste your energy, okay? You're not going to manipulate him. And the more you start sticking your nose in and making a big deal of it, the more hard-headed he is going to be. And the more you're going to have like a big thing. Is that what you want? No, not at all. Then forget about it. And you're getting him. something going. What? By mentioning it now? No, I'm not. I mean, it's it's common knowledge that you guys like hate each other like poison, and it's but like I don't hate him. That's oh, the problem. Oh, gee, will you stop it? Yes, yeah, well, hate you don't like him. You dislike him a lot. You think he's a jackass? Well, exactly. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said it that way. Twenty-one after one, we have an open line on the star line where somebody probably Tom was on star line just drove off the road. Sorry, Tom. You're okay. I like Tom. He's full of crap sometimes, but I like him. I'm not. I'm not going to pick a thing with him because he's uh, doesn't like you. I don't do that. I like Tom a lot, even though he's uh, usually full of crap. Kendall. Yeah, hey Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, Sherry, Nick Navarro, this is uh, for him. Listen, listen, Neil. I'm, li- I'm listening. Listen. Let's go with Yanaki. No, that's not it. Where is it? I'm listening. Thanks. Yeah. Excellent. Okay, thank you, sir. 21 after 1 at WYD. By the way, I forgot to announce we just went over another uh, hedge. We just jumped another hurdle. $109,176 for Camillo's house. 109 plus. Boy, we're going to do our 110. Unbelievable. I just... What is the deadline? It's, uh, Tuesday, the 15th. Well, I picked that because I knew it was a major date. I wanted yeah. to tag along for a little publicity. I think we got a better chance of making 110 by Tuesday than Saddam has of seeing next Wednesday. Well, it was an appropriate date. I think that's why they're basing their talk. Isn't that, aren't they doing like a movie on that old soap opera that he stars in on uh, NBC, I think, this weekend? Dark Ages? Or Dark Shadows? <laughs> <laughs> a lady in Coral Springs, probably your wife. Hello. Hi, Neil? How you doing? Good. How are you? Great. Great. Uh, listen, Neil, there's no way possible that we can afford to get rid of Bob and Denny. Yeah. Am I going to be caught in the middle of this now? Mm-hmm. I don't even pay any attention to Dolphin Denny. I mean, he's—I go there and I uh, build up my own enthusiasm because I'm enthusiastic. He's a die-hard fan, and they're far, few, and in between. You well, that's that. true. You know, we can't afford to lose one of them. I don't know about the die part, but the other part is so much. <laughs> um, I'm a single mom, and my little boy wanted to go to this game real bad—the playoff game. Yeah. And I took off work early, went down to the stadium, bought two tickets. A yeah. uh, parking ticket, and I'll tell you, it was the, we had a ball. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought you, I thought you were going to give me some story that you couldn't get there or something. I'm glad you were there. It was one of the greatest experiences of anything that has ever happened in this town. And I realize it's only a game and it's sports, but even so, it was one of the most positive things that's ever happened in this city. Absolutely, absolutely. My my little boy has to put up with Jet fans at school. I mean, yeah. I think he's the only Dolphin fan there. Um, but well, tell him like, that if he has any friends in school or Jet fans, if they're smaller than he is, beat the crap out of them. Right, I hear you. Listen, do you know how much it costs to go to a game at Rich Stadium other than a playoff game? Uh, somebody showed me some tickets they had. It was 30 Well, it was a playoff game, though. It was 30 bucks, But that could be like in the end zone. I have no idea. It was 30 yeah. bucks. Okay. All righty. Well, listen, go Dolphins. Okay. Take care, Nick. Thanks. Bye-bye. There we have an enthusiastic Dolphin person, and that's what we want. Tomorrow, I'm just letting it all hang out. I really mean that. I mean the Dolphin. Oh. We might even play Corey. Now, are you going to put him on again? I, I'm glad you're in here now. I mean, I don't want to chastise okay, you and take you to task out. and sound like Tom Jicka in heat. 
Well, what the hell is it with you and Corey? You got a little something going there? What is the deal? I can't, Corey. He's, He's a, a pain fan. in the ass. He's a, He's a pain in the ass. Take a pull on Corey and stick him on it. He's half and half. Run him up uh, the flank. He has been on lately. Thank God. He won the bat. He fight. called yesterday. Remember, I was asking about dolphin enthusiasm. He calls on the bat line. I'm wondering, do you think uh, Fat Rich gave him the bat line number? Who gave him that number on the bat line? Got me. Not By me. I don't years. even know it. I do. And here it is. Uh, no, I'm serious. What's the deal if with it? If more him? people could be like Dolphin Danny and, and Corey. Corey, we'd be fine. If more people were like Corey and Dolphin Denny, we would tell Saddam Hussein he's got a pretty good point. Exactly. We'd say, okay, we surrender. Here's hey, we Elvis. Give him like little bullseye shirts. Return to surrender. You know, tell him this is like uh, the ultimate fan. Dolphins on the front, bullseye See, Corey on the back. has nothing to do, so he wants to be like exactly. a pest. And even at the remote at Calder, Gilbert is starting to really... I mean, all the other remotes, Gilbert puts on a show, and we kind of keep him on a leash, and, he, you know, he's okay. He's well, starting to get on my nerves. Corey is kind of our Gilbert. He gets on people's nerves. Oh, I see. I got it. Did you get your card from Africa? I sure did. Tanzania. From the safari. Yeah. It was a fun safari. Swinging safari. Swinging safari. Ha <laughs> ha. He whispered <laughs> every animal he saw. Swinging safari. Get it now? Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to sound like him now. I wasn't even putting on an act. I was a just... A little bit scary. Market, yeah. <laughs> market's up 21 points. Look at that. How come is it... We're getting closer to war. How come the market's going up? Boy, yesterday, Does it that went give you nuts. Well, it was going way up when the talks were still going on because they all yeah. thought something. Then as soon as he came out and said, uh, no way, Jose, yeah. right in the old cramper. Well, I need a couple more of those talks, and I'll put a bunch of money in it. Yeah. You mean, like another when, thing I don't When want. the number starts with a minus, in other words, when they pay you to take the stock. 126 at WIOD, where Corey will be on at 2 o'clock with Rick and Seth. Why don't you make him the idiot on the corner? Isn't he? Instead of Marvin. I mean, Marvin doesn't have to put on We're an We're not act. doing it. Typing it out longhand it or something. It's pretty funny, though. What? Well, well, I just noticed but that But that's yesterday. been on there for days. I know. And it's no longer applicable, okay? No. Oh, what was the word that Bush used yesterday? Oh, man. He, he did a number on a word. Um, obfuscation. Obfuscate. Well, the way he said it. It's obfuscation, but he said, oh, obfuscate. They're trying to obfuscate. I said, I've heard of Watergate, but Obfuscate, that must be a new uh, scandal. Obfuscate. You better watch how you say that. No, seriously, he said that. I, I know. In the, and here I'm sitting there and everybody's watching and it's a serious thing and the world is like spinning on a dreidel, like um, hanging by a thread. And the president comes on and says, Obfuscate. You from actually the think they're going to have a Super Bowl from if the we have a war? From the damn quail school. What? You think they're going to have a Super Bowl if we have a war? I don't understand the question. Maybe they ought to do that like on the 14th. Why wouldn't they have a Super Bowl if we went to war? The war could go on for days or weeks or months. Do you want to get we... serious? What? Do you want a, a serious answer? Yeah. Because who's going to want to celebrate with the loss of lives that we have if it goes on? It's not a time to... Super Bowl is a celebration. Let me ask you this question. Was Vietnam a war? It went on for years. Everybody got used to it. Dur no, they didn't get used to it. The longer it went on, the more they protested until they finally exactly. cut the cramp. But my point is, why we're at war, like Korea. Was Korea a war? Yeah. Did we stop all the sporting events and everything else? I don't think else? we had Super Bowl then. We stopped Super Bowl. Baseball? Korea. Did we stop the World well, Series? Well, no, I wasn't alive then. No, we did. yes, you were. What do you mean you weren't alive then? In 51? I mean, I was born in 51. Oh, okay. Okay. Boy. I wasn't socially conscious at that time. So what or else is just plain even conscious. So what else is exactly? 
Uh, I think you're full of it, to be honest with you. Well, thank you. I just, I don't see the connection. I mean, the fact that there's things going on over there. I don't think we'll have one. I think the American people would cry out if we tried to have one and say, can you have a Super Bowl and celebrate when we're losing our, our people over in... Uh... Well, if that's the case, then why you, aren't you on the air every day talking about World War III and about the Middle East? Any what more am than I going to do be? about it? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's the part of human events. It's ongoing. It's right. happening, okay? Right. But it's there too is nothing close. that's going to change, and I think that if we all become morbid, you're, what do you mean it's too close? If Super Bowl were February, all 27th. right. So let's call the White House and say start invade on the twenty eighth. Exactly, that's what I said. Or Super okay. Bowl on the fourteenth. Now see if Baker and Aziz could have come to agreement that fast yesterday, yeah. we'd have this whole thing. Lit. Well, let's us go over there. You first. Never mind. <laughs> I think that little shrimp uh, in Israel is going to take care of everything. To be honest, Chuck had some good points yesterday. Did you listen? Yitzhak Shamir. Well, he said he reiterated them with you. Have you ever seen him and Bob Mayer together? By the way, Yitzhak Shamir. Ooh. Now what is it, Chuck Meyer? Yeah. Who's got uh, what's his name from Channel Four on on Sunday? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What? Saturday. He doesn't think it's going to happen. He said that here before. Is that where you heard it? Now <laughs> what I just said. Yeah. yeah. He also said that uh, the guy they picked up was not the uh, Gainesville murderer too. That day you had him on the air. I was one of. Don't bring that. Chuck Meyer in here anymore. Anyway, it's one twenty nine. It's just a little just joke. Just because he's Chuck. a pirate. Hey, well, I see. You know, you saw through that. All exact. All right. Let's take a call or two. These people are probably foaming at the mouth. Miami. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Do you think we should cancel the Super Bowl? Hell no. Okay. Um, I don't think, uh, I, I think people need something to get their minds exactly. off Exactly. I mean, what are we going to do? Sit around wearing black and be in mourning all the time? Let's play it over there. I don't know. Yeah, let's play it in uh, Baghdad. Yeah, yeah, the Desert Bowl. Yeah, there you go. That's well, a new one. I probably have that exactly. next year. Look, it's taken me a long time to find you. I, I I moved two years ago and I came back and you used to be on Zeta. Yeah. And you used to have that guy with you that I used to call up. I don't know if you remember, make fun of his laugh. The all nerd, the time. yeah, the bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was always phony. Yeah. Uh, so you're here now, huh? I'm here. I've been here for over two years. <laughs> now, now let me let me tell you a question. I mean, let me t answer you uh, an, uh, an answer. Yeah. Uh, the uh, reason that you weren't able to find me is because this station has no concept of what promotion means, and so our billboards say news, weather, and traffic, which every other AM station in the history of radio has also had, and they don't tell you that Ranieri and Rogers and Rick and Suds and Hank Goldberg are on the air and the sports people. Exactly. They just uh, keep us a secret. So You're we one of those red chats. So you have to go out there and kind of fiddle around till you find us. Yeah. And That's I'm it. glad I did. Right there in the red check, it's written. You're the middle one. Yeah. Neil check Rogers. this. <laughs> so anyway. So Neil. Yeah. Let me let me give you a little pit, a little bit of a cub tidbit information. All right. All right. Now Mark, we're talking. Mark Grace, first baseman. Yeah. He's got a brother named Kevin. Yeah. He's going to be the new third baseman starting this season. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. Pacific Coast Pacific Coast League last year. What's his name? Kevin. Kevin Grace. That's right. Pacific and Coast. Mark Grace. That's right. Pacific and before the game, we can say Grace. That's right. We'll do the saving grace. Uh, yeah. Pacific Coast League, he batted 285, 26 home runs, and he was a gold glove. Because I've always wondered, you know, is Grace slick? Grace. <laughs> First pitch swung all way back, it might be. It could be. It is. Home of the year, out onto Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> what about uh, you? You like Doug Desenzo in center field? Yes, sir. Doug Desenzo should be our center fielder. Stick that Jerome Walton in the desert and don't what? give him. A, although he just hit a home run. What happened to Dwight Smith? 
Uh, I thought they were going to trade Dwight Smith because he had a terrible year this past year, and he seems like lost out there, like the land of the lost. But right. maybe he'll make a big comeback. Maybe it was the sophomore jinx. Desenzo's like a backman kind of guy. You know, hey, Desenzo little... is a great fielder. He's a clutch hitter. He slaps that ball around. And he, like, uh, well, he's good. He's like a player. You, said, you don't want the now with Bell and Dawson. You don't oh. want them smashing into him, make a pizza out of him. Well, that's true. Well, it's great talking to you again, and go Cubs and. Go Dolphins. They need to play a five-man line and do anything against Buffalo. You're a great American, sir. Let's Thank send you, you up much. there to do a little pass rush, a little blitzing this week. A little blitzing, definitely. Okay. Have a nice one. See you. Bye-bye. Little Blitzkrieg in Buffalo. That's what we need. Stick that Jim Kelly in the desert and don't give him a map. Maybe give him a razor blade. 132 at WIOD. We have an open line. Look at that, boy. We are sizzling today. This is incredible. You are you are going to have a show this afternoon. Now, what's the story with Marvin? Is he all aired out now since his 40-week vacation? Aired out? Is he here even today? He's aired out. Or is he out today. on the road again with Charles Corral? Oh, George is hoping, huh? That George, let me uh, make your day. That he's here. He's going to be out. He is? No, he's going to be here. George hates it. George says, these, "Well, how, uh, how can you blame him? He's got to sit through eight hours of crap. I know. I know. That's a fate worse than watching well, so uh, what's that he, movie with Johnny Depp? He burns um, himself what's out. Cry baby. Cry baby. Oh Ooh. man, <laughs> garbage. Butch up, Johnny. How come it is now? Johnny Depp he made Cry Baby and follows it immediately with Edgar Edgar Bergen. Yeah, scissor hands. Yeah. How come he can't like just uh, be himself on there and just take some clothes off or something? I mean, why has he got to be all dolled up like some goofball? That's right. Short. What is that? Point. A new deal? He's got to be a goofball." I mean, people, when he was on our show, he had a leather jacket on. He had just come from a uh, some bar with Greg Allman, who was crawling around on his hands and knees, throwing up, and couldn't make the show. I'll give Crybaby thumbs down, but That's I think a true story, story, right? supposed to be Greg good. Allman couldn't uh, make the show. He was like, he had all these share pictures. He was scribbling on. Oh, he was going to be on your at Zeta. Well, they they were out together all night, and somebody arranged to bring them in. I mean, this was like at six thirty in the morning. And they, he was on till ten. Uh, Johnny Depp. And you booked Greg Allman at six thirty in no, the no, morning. No, no, we didn't book him. Thirty-five. That's you right. got it. That- yeah. Coming together, but yeah. Greg somehow uh, fell out of the truck or something. Yeah, exactly. Years ago. Yes. Uh, 134 at WIOD, and we'll be. Is Tom Jicka listening, by the way? We'll be right back. At 205 this afternoon, we got the idiot on the corner on the sheet, but not on the show. Hey, if you can't be on the show, at least be on the sheet. You missed the party last night. That's what night. they say in uh, Davy. Oh, yeah. The, they had, they had a little thing, party last yeah. night, and of course, my luck, I started my nutrition system yesterday, which oh, I had darn. to do. Uh-huh. I had to do. My blood sugar was much lower this morning. I feel much better. I really do. I mean, like a oh, measurable yeah. difference. Sure. Because I was starting to become like a Dave Gamey and uh, feeling it, too. He's part of it. And the stress from that horse that's still running out there. And Alan Finkelson called. They're going to look in. They've looked into that. They're going to take care of that. I just uh, don't want to get into a whole thing about that again. I don't mind losing. I really don't because I'm used to it most of the time. But when all the horses start going this way and mine is going that way, I, that does bother me a little bit. Well, call me quick. I'll give you some money for it. We have an open line in Dade. 751-WYOD. So I mentioned the party, and you started talking Seven, about horses. 751. Well, I figured probably a lot of horses' asses there last night. Well, Anybody show up? I heard it wasn't much. No, it wasn't. The name you brought up was the one I was, I was talking to last night. Oh, was he? Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Mm, plastered. Yeah. Plotsed. 